You're not about that life, champ. I can see it. Game over, man. Game over. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk. Playoffs? You kidding me? Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Here we go. Playing to win the game. That was one heck of a timeout. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. John is in trouble. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. EA Hunter sarcastically speaking about sports podcast. Hell yeah. That that right there was some real motherfucking musicianship right there. If you don't know who or what that was, that would be um her who opened up the um Super Bowl with that performance. That that was some good shit. That was um that's the way to open some shit up. But you know what I really need to find out? I really need to find out what the acronym what it what it stands for, the her acronym stands for. And you know what? I'm gonna find all right, so I'm looking this up. I'm going to do my Wikipedia-like research. Her, Gabriella Samrien, Sam, Samrieto Wilson, born June 27th, 1997, better known professionally as Her, pronounced Her, an acronym for Having Everything Revealed. Wow. 
I'm wowing for two reasons. Number one, the first why I'm wowing is because it's kind of dope. Number two is she was born in 1997. I legitimately have clothes as old as old as this talented young woman. I'm going to I'm, I'm going to have to go in. I'm going to check out some of her work, man, because I, I, I really dug her. You know, that's like a, an artist, some artist shit right there. Well, um, without uh, further further ado, I guess we should talk about well, sarcastically speaking about sports. B.A. Hunter here. Um, the, uh, Tom Brady led Bucks have done it. They've done it. Yeah. They really fucking did it. They, 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 they kicked the shit out of, uh, the chiefs who were really basically never in it. And I want to give a shout out to, um, Tom Brady, first of all, for, for being big enough to shout your boy out. Um, in his MVP acceptance speech, if you didn't. I'm didn't so hear. proud of all these guys down here. Everything we uh, dealt with all year. We had a rough month in November, but BA had all the confidence in us. BA I did. I did. I did have all the confidence. I called him. I, I did. Um, I've always been riding with the goat. I, I you know, I, I used to think I was a Patriot fan. Maybe I'm just a Tom Brady fan. But yes, uh, no problem, goat. No problem. <laughs> B.A. had all the confidence in us. B. You got to know that that drop is going to be getting played quite a bit, quite a bit. But, um, yeah, Brady, I love how in the in the um, acceptance speech, they bring up they always bring up the owner and the owner will come and say something. This what's this guy's name? Glazer. Um, props to him for not even fucking faking the funk. Not even not even trying to take credit. He was like, look, we're here because somebody had been here before. Let us. And that would be motherfucking Tom Brady. Let him there. And he. Yeah. But the crazy thing was, is when he was up on when he was on the stage, um, they, they, they hand him the trophy. And this is his daughter comes toddling up there. She basically snatches it out of his hand. She's got her. He's got her little chocolate infused paws all over it. She I'm, I'm like, is she going to drop that? And Brady, to me, seemed completely, completely uninterested. It was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. It's another fucking trophy. But I guess you would um, kind of be that way when you've you've won. He's won seven Super Bowls. And this is his fifth MVP. He's won more Super Bowls than most, I think, every franchise at this point. It's amazing. And here's the other crazy part about it. Now they're calling him GM Brady, GM TB12, because all the points that were scored in the game, all the points were from players that, that were brought on board once he got there. You got the two touchdowns from Gronk, who came out of retirement. You had the the uh, touchdown by that Malcolm Tent, um, Antonio Brown, and I think Fournette got one. All three players they just picked up along the way. And man, man, does does this answer the question? Does it answer the question? And what's the question, Brian? What's the question I'm posing? The question I'm posing is this: is well, it was posed at the beginning of the season. Tom, can Brady do it without Belichick and can Belichick do it without Brady? Well, I think it was already enough that Brady had a, not only did he have a, a winning season with the Bucks, get to the playoffs with the Bucks, but then got, and then got to the Super Bowl and then won it. Belichick, not so much. They, they picked up Cam Newton, thought they could do something with him, and but who knew that guy was going to be as shitty as he was? I mean, who knew that his career would be, oh, he, can, he can't even throw a 10-yard out. Yeah. Uh, plenty of things to um, talk about 
in this game. Um, we already talked about Brady thanking me. The national anthem, that shit sucked. They had the, the two different, they had the country dude and, and whatever that black dude. They were, they were trying to harmonize, but the shit was, was, was garbage. It, it wasn't good to me at all. Um, the halftime show of the weekday. Um, yeah, the weekday. <laughs> and yeah, I know his name's The Weeknd, but I, I find it funny because I'm almost, I'm 49 years old and I find humor in places I probably shouldn't find humor, but I find it funny. The, so they, Pepsi hypes up this, they hype up this, this halftime show. And that's the fucked up thing about um, NFL halftime shows. It's like, cause they're already built up and they, they do all these commercials. So it's, it's I, in a way it's almost gotta be a fucking spectacle. Cause if it's not, then people are going to be pissed off, but it doesn't really. I mean, one of the greatest halftime shows ever was Prince when he was out there just doing his thing. When the rain came, his shit was bad. Just do what you do. I liked Timberlake shit. He did his, he did his hits really quick. I don't look, I'm 49. So maybe I'm not that. And that's the one thing, like when it comes to like pop culture and stuff, I'm, I don't, I'm not the demographic. I don't think I'm supposed to actually get it. I don't. I, I think that maybe. Oh, shit. Did I fuck something up? Yeah, I don't think I'm supposed to get it sometimes. I'm thinking maybe it's supposed to go over my head because my son was in the room and he like the the halftime show. Number one, when it started out, he had it was it was so intricate and so many pieces with all these different different guys with masks and him running running behind things and he there was the point where he was he like went back into the stage and, and he was behind there and it was almost like and my wife says almost like he had a a cell phone on the end of a camera and it was in his face and then as it went on it got better but what completely killed him was the 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 bandage lookalikes that he had out there um and uh, my son tried to explain this. I guess it was something about like your face getting surgery and the, the world's fake. But you got all these dudes that are dressed like him in the ugly red, uh, ugly red blazer. And but he doesn't have the bandages. There. And dude, they look like I mean, everyone's look like he had a bunch of jock straps on their head, which I don't think that was the look he was going for. But fuck, dude, that that's the thing. Why the Internet is fucking undefeated, because that's the jokes. Um, my wife fucking hated it, hated it. I didn't hate it. I like the fact that he, he he had the balls to just lay it out there. Um, I don't he he's just not a the weekend weekday or whatever Canadian by the way. But um, I don't think that his is the type of act that you do at a Super Bowl. And you know, it wasn't horrible. wasn't wasn't the worst. wasn't the greatest. Um, was it memorable? Yeah. But what people are going to remember is jockstrap. So I don't know that that's the that was the the, the look or, the, or the, the the thought process that um uh Mr. Mr. Weekday had for that. And to add insult to injury, apparently this nigga fucking dropped seven million of his own money. Why? It's sponsored by Pepsi. They got seven million the weekend. Yeah. Hey, you, 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 <laughs> you, you, you shot your shot, baby. Um, the game itself, it was more, it, it started to look like more of a defensive battle more than anything else. Um, 
But the number one thing that definitely sticks out is, is, man, did the Chiefs not look ready whatsoever. Um, Mahomes was basically running for his life that whole fucking game. Did they even, I don't even think they even scored. The final score of the game was 31-9. I, and you know what? Hey, check it out, dude. I, I was on a fucking uh, Zoom Zoom call with my buddies right before kickoff. And I, I like, if you remember how I, I, what I predicted, I said, look, I didn't really predict what I said. Look, if the Patriots, I'm Patriots, huh? <laughs> if the Bucks win, it would be close and it would be TB12 pulling it out. If the Chiefs win, it was going to be a fucking blowout. Well, and I wanted, but I wanted the Bucks to win. I got what I wanted, but it didn't happen the way I thought it was going to happen. Not at all. I mean, so many factors. Number one, like I said, Mahomes was running for his life, which means his offensive line was shit. I knew they had one of their starters who was out, and I think they had to shift somebody else, but man, was it fucking apparent. It was beyond apparent. I mean, dude, their front four got at him, and and they didn't let, dude, whatever defensive scheme that they had running, because who's their defensive coordinator? The defensive coordinator of the... um, of the yeah, I need to find out who that is. Who's the defensive coordinator? Hey, Alexa, who's the defensive coordinator of the Bucks? It's Raheem, I think. No, let's let's go to the tape. Let's see here. Bucks defensive coordinator. Because yeah, Todd Bowles, who was who was actually the head coach of the Jets. Um, yeah. He had him. I mean, I think the defense should have got fucking uh the MVP. Instead of Brady, because Brady only threw, he threw three touchdowns in the first half, which by halftime, the game was fucking over. You could see it. The only way they were going to come back is if they, if they, if they put their foot on the fucking gas pedal at the beginning of the second half and they couldn't do it. Bowles' defense had him, had him playing no fucking win. And you know what? If you look at them, they were playing to fucking win the whole playoffs. And I'm cursing a lot. I'm using fucking a lot, but I like it. Um, See how they they he do they mowed everybody down the page the 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 Packers Aaron Rodgers uh, Drew Brees I mean Todd Bowles is definitely going to be looked at for a head coaching job I mean and and then and what's sad about that you cut to the other side with Eric Bieniemy um, the Chiefs offensive coordinator who there people yeah he's, how come he's not getting a look and I keep saying dude maybe he's going in and and, and um interviewing for these positions and he's just a god awful interview. You ever thought about that? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's maybe it's not everybody else. Maybe it's him. But I tell you what, man, this shitty showing of their offense on the, the biggest NFL stage there is probably doesn't really help his chances at getting a head coaching gig. And you know what? Maybe it's one of those things to where he's not a fucking head coach. Maybe he's not a head coach material. Maybe just a coordinator. He's better as just a coordinator. Because that's what it is for some of these guys. Not every person, just because you succeed. You know, as a defensive or offensive coordinator, doesn't mean that you have what it takes to be a head coach. Um, he may not get looked at. And then you cut to the other side. The uh, Bucks offensive coordinator. Who was their offensive coordinator? It's some um, God. I can't remember these guys. These guys' uh, names for whatever. I don't know. It's um, Leftwich. Byron Leftwich, who... Now, people are like, he didn't get one interview for a head coach. Maybe he doesn't want to be a head coach. Because when they the way they started that game, the Bucs' offense didn't look that great either. They were trying to run all this trick bullshit. And then it's like somebody must have grabbed him and was like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? This team can't stop. They, they, can't, they, they can't stop 
the run. Let's just run. And so they started fucking running the ball, just gouging them. And they couldn't stop them. Couldn't. I mean, they put the game away in the first half, and the second half was just, it was a snooze fester. You're just, you're just watching commercials at this point. And again, you, you, you see Mahomes running around, and there's, they talk about he has turf toe, and he's, that was bothering him. And yeah, I get all that. I get that. I get it. But did it really bother him that, that, that much? Yeah, maybe it did. And then, and then there's all this talk about the, the, the Chiefs and the calls. You know, get the Tyron Matthew interception that was called back because of, and you know, and he, dude, that guy was completely worked up by that second half. But you know what? I'll give him this, though. You had that play to where Brady threw a touchdown, and he's wolfing in his face. I mean, they're up 21-3, and he's in his face. And no, it gets no flag. It's nothing. I'll give you that. But all the other flags, all you all you Chiefs people were whining about the, the, the refs gave it. No. The Chiefs didn't show up to play. And you got to ask yourself this question. You got to ask yourself this question. Um, maybe the Chiefs had the game already won in their head. Maybe they looked past them. Because, I mean, basically the whole season, they just ran over everybody. They only lost one game to the Raiders. I mean, truth be it, told, it's not even truth. It happened. They played the Bucks throughout this year, and they fucking smacked them. Dude, Tyreek Hill had like almost 300 offensive yards by himself. By himself. This game, not so fucking much. Boy, they shut that dude down. And then you had the 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 defensive taunting call, you know, when the, the, the defensive back for the Bucks did the little Tyreek Hill peace thing right in his face after a play. People are like, oh, it's dirty. I'm like, dude, that little motherfucker's been doing it to people all season long. Welcome to a taste of your own medicine. How does that taste? How's my balls? I should I should I need to find the Shaq drop about when he did this. Yeah. Looking for the drop. Alright, check it. Check it. You know how I be. Last week Kobe couldn't do without me. You know how I be. Last week Kobe couldn't do without me. I call myself big, but I'm not as good as Biggie. I call myself big because I live next to Diddy. Excuse me, Diddy live next to me. Next so to in the hood, dog, I feel like B.I.G. Because if Biggie was still here, he would be right there. A star island in the mansion somewhere chilling. Sitting on about half a billion. Because me and Guns combined shit, that's half a billion. For real, dog. Now that's B.I.G. Ain't nobody in the world do it bigger than me. That's like a white boy trying to be more nigga than me. That's like a homeless cat having more figures than me. That's like Patrick Ewan having more rings than me. That's like rappers having cars group things than me. That's like you saying to yourself you're better than me. That's like Kareem saying to himself he's better than me. Now stop, think about that. It ain't about that. It's about P.I.G. A.K.A. Big Shaq. Now that's the difference between first and last place. Kobe, nigga, tell me how my ass tastes. All that just for the end. Uh, uh, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. But yeah, I, I remember they used to play that drop. Like, Tell me how my ass tastes. But yeah. I forgot what the real re- real reason was. Oh, here, here's another fun fact. Fucking Shady McCoy. Shady McCoy uh, gets another ring um, and didn't play. Didn't play. Was uh, I think he was on the un- unable to play whatever. And uh, get this, he was on the Chiefs last year. Didn't play. Dude gets back to back Super Bowl rings. Um, and doesn't have to do shit for him. And here's my question: When you when you win a championship like that, do you rock the ring 
with the same pride, pri uh, same pride as a d motherfucker who sweated and bled and did everything they needed to do to get that that piece of jewelry. Do you do you, do you when you wear it? Do you do the do you do the Gruden shit where you're knocking on the, the table? What do you do? What do you do? I mean, because in the end, you have two rings. Is it the same? I don't know. I'm still rocking it. And I'm still talking shit to motherfuckers who don't have it, have a ring. Okay. That's just me. Um, let's see here. Oh, yeah. And the, yeah, the guy who was it? The, the fan that ran onto the field. Uh, first thing I thought when I, when I heard the, um, announcers, the commentators talking about that was, um, man, what drunk ass fucking nurses out there showing their ass because they had, it was nothing but, um, real it was nothing but i guess healthcare workers vaccinated healthcare workers in the stands which is a cool which is really cool they had like the cutouts in between everybody so it looked like a full fucking stadium even though it it wasn't um you know the one thing i'm kind of i i saw this on a walk i saw it was like a van i think it was like a medical supply van something and it was and it, and it basically was a real hero's work here i keep seeing those and it was kind of cool at first with covid and talking about how frontline you know medical individuals in the er's and in hospitals are you know they're giving them props but like you know and and saying you know with the old with the slogan your real heroes work here it's like you know some of the some of the motherfuckers are not heroes i i've worked with some people who work in the healthcare um industry uh, for the money and they're fucking assholes there's a plenty of plenty of malcontentious ass nurses that hate their motherfucking jobs and are not heroes but you know what that's negative and i'm not going to be negative because that's not you know i felt that the super bowl which i really appreciated was it was a pretty positive thing the social mess social this uh, was it social justice shit was on full display which is funny too because you know, the whole Black Lives Matter and then the remember remember the whole Kaepernick kneeling shit? It's like, wow, you want to talk about something coming full circle. Full circle, seriously. I think uh, basically I've touched everything I wanted to touch with the um Super Bowl. Um again, didn't didn't see it going this way and and he's Brady's basically and said too, like, hey, um, I'm but yeah, I'll be back next year. He said like, that motherfucker's gonna keep doing it until he can't. And because if I said it once, I said it a thousand times. A guy like him, the only way he's gonna stop is if he has a career-threatening injury. And with the way he plays, I don't know that it happens. He didn't hold on to the ball. He got sacked, I think, once this game. You don't see him get sacked a lot because he gets rid of the shit not holding on to it and and then and then here's the here, here's the the a point that i keep making and i made this point earlier i think at this point we can stop with the with the goat comparisons in regards to the nfl nfl quarterback position this motherfucker is the goat don't talk to me about joe montana anymore he's not the greatest of all time brady is on all his fucking achievements and he keeps playing he's got seven super bowls he's got like he's got like 50 playoff wins there is no question tom brady is the fucking goat and you can sit there and say every time montana win he won it this fucker's been to the super bowl like 10 times 10 times and the, and here's the reason the, the one thing is that i that i know for a fact that we'll never see that we'll never see anything like i won't ever see any shit like this again in my lifetime 
and to catch up to him. They were, I remember they were making the comment about, yeah, Mahomes, you know, uh, I think it was um, Romo who made the comment. Who, Romo, by the way, dude, that dude's a kick-ass commentator. I don't give a fuck what any of you guys. I think it's poetic justice that he's, his career after football basically got blamed all the time. Now he steps into this career as a commentator, is fucking a natural at it, and their CBS is paying a shit ton of money. He's going to end up making more money as a commentator than he ever did as a player, which uh, props to him. But he made the point that Mahomes might be able to catch him, and it looked like because Mahomes was doing everything, but shit, you, maybe he won't. And maybe he won't want to. Because I think that that's the key right there. That's one of the reasons why Brady, Tom Brady, is he's a one of one. I mean, he loves football. He loves it. He's obsessed with it. And I don't think that there are that many people wired that way. That's why I don't think you'll see another person like them. I don't I think that like because you look at look, look, Mahomes, he's already he's he's got a lot of the accolades that Brady has. Not, not I mean, you know, the MVPs, the Super Bowl, he's got a ring, he's got Pro Bowls, he's got all that stuff. And that might end up being enough for him because he's Lord knows he's got enough money. The Chiefs are giving four hundred million dollars, so it's not even a money thing. Maybe he won't want to play for that long to even catch up to Brady because Brady is a fucking, he's an alien. He's an alien and and he's going to keep playing. And you know what? I want him to keep playing. As long as he keeps playing at a high level, why wouldn't you? And all you people that hate on the motherfucker, keep on hating on him. Keep, Keep putting dirt on this dude. He just keeps coming back. He does. The NFL honors, uh, Aaron Rodgers was the MVP and apparently in his, in his speech, he like breezed over a part of it. And this year's AP Most Valuable Player Award goes to, drum roll, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Thank you so much. It's an honor to win this award for the third time. 2020 was definitely a crazy year, uh, filled with lots of change, growth, uh, some amazing, memorable moments. 180 straight days of having my nose hair scraped. Uh, Planned for, you know, very little fans or no stands the entire season. I got engaged and I played some of the best football in my career. So I'd like to thank first and foremost my teammates for their support, their inspiration, uh, protection, the incredible play on the field, uh, the coaching staff uh, for their efforts to make this thing fun every single week. Uh, The energy, the positivity and the daily presentations really kept us going. Off the field, I got a great, uh, great group of people that support me. So I'd like to thank my team off the field, Ryan, Tommy, Lennon, Rebecca, Adam, Oliver, and Emil, Debbie, Jody Foster, Chas, Ed B, The Dungeon, Papa, Andy and Sue, Dr. E, The Pygmalia Crew, Dave and Todd, Torpedo, Joey, AJ, Pat, and all the boys there, my fiance. Uh, they only gave me a minute to do this, so I just need to wrap this up real quick. There's so many more people that I thank. Uh, yeah, you see, see what he did there? How he just he just breezed right past my 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 fiance, fiance. Weren't you fucking Danica Patrick like two weeks ago? You got a fian? Wow. There's a bunch of made up fucking names in there. I think he, didn't he mention Jody Foster? What the fuck? Jody Foster's part of your team? Aaron Rodgers. He should also thank um, whoever the motherfucker was that drafted, decided to draft the quarterback and not tell him because that shit lit a fire underneath him and got him to where he is. I didn't know he had three MVPs, but props to him. Um, apparently where it is is he's not going to stay there. He's he's pretty butthurt about the fact that they drafted another quarterback. It's like, dude, hey, it's a fucking business, man. It's business. 
Um, uh, he's he like Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think at least with him, you know, because I was the NFL honors. He was a he's definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, I've got a problem with dude. So obviously my man, my man, uh, <laughs> my goddamn, I can't speak. So uh, Charles Woodson. And why can I not think right now today? I can't think. Yeah, my man, Peyton Manning. Why couldn't I think of his name? Yeah, him. They they both go into the Hall of Fame along with, with uh, Megatron. He gets in. And I'm like, how the fuck is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? That's bullshit. He shouldn't get in first. But I'm, I'm talking more. She's like, well, because he broke records. What records? Tim Brown had to wait forever. You didn't get in. You're not mad. Yeah, dude. He didn't deserve no first ballot Hall of Fame. I don't even think like I'm Hey, I'm a diehard Denver Bronco fan. And I don't think Terrell Davis was a first ballot Hall of Famer because, dude, he was the first player in a running system that he was the first one to benefit. I mean, yeah, he won a Super Bowl and he and he rushed for over. 2000 yards but like there was like a cavalcade of running backs that came after him that almost did the same thing but hey it is what it is it is what it is john lynch another ex-bronco you know the thing that i found um interesting in that when they did it for for peyton manning you know all the clips they show us of broncos and when they did the little the little video they when they come and present him with them you got that big the big huge dude is like yes i'm the you're gonna be in the hall of fame whoever that guy is that presents each player with the i don't know who he is what he what he does i need to research that guy but they were in they were in denver i mean when they showed um peyton he had on denver colors like an orange tie and like a blue suit man you know why because indy fucked him they chucked him aside and we scooped his ass up. That seems to be the only way we win titles now because apparently we're, we're one of the top teams that are could actually get Deshaun Watson. I'll take him because Drew Locke is a bum. Yes, I said it. I said it. But you know what, though? I'm not going to. Let's let's end. I don't want to end on a negative note. Let's end on a positive note. I like the Super Bowl. The first half, at least the second half, there was nothing really. It was uh, the season's over and. Hopefully, you know, we can look forward to next season to where we're not doing this socially distance, you know, staying at home with fucking masks. See, I thought it was going to be positive. You know what, man? And on a high note, sarcastically speaking about sports, congratulations, uh, GOAT on your seventh. Congratulations, uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. You are now Super Bowl champ. Don't you love how, like, the minute they win, they, they already start rolling the commercial where you can buy the swag. I always want to know what where's the other swag for the losing fucking team you know we all know when they sent that shit to africa You don't know nothing about that headhunter. Headhunter, son?